Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Jody Chafee is a family culture expert, life coach, entrepreneur, wife, daughter, and homeschool homeschool mom. Jody is the founder of our Modern Heritage Academy LLC, where she empowers families to live more intentionally, cultivate their vision and values, and prepare their children to grow into their life's purpose and mission. Wow, I love that. Jody, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> you definitely have the busy mom down. <laughs> uh, it takes a team. <laughs> you know, it really does. I love how focused you are on the things that matter, mainly being family, as our daughter is talking in the background. <laughs> like it comes from a deep foundation. I'd love to hear where this passion comes from and how you have used it in, to build your own family culture. Well, that's uh, okay. So let's see, how far back do I go here? Um, well, <laughs> When I first started learning about family culture, it was I was actually uh, a missionary for my church, and I was in Hawaii. And uh, there's a lot of different cultures mixed in in there. And uh, I met this couple that they were from two different countries, and they are newlyweds, and they were like super butting heads about their <laughs> cultural differences. And I didn't know what to do. I I was single. I didn't know what it took to have a family. And and it really kind of freaked me out because I was like, holy cow, even if I don't meet and marry somebody from a different country, just having different backgrounds, you're going to have a different culture. And and so it it scared me a little bit. And so I went and talked to an older gentleman who was in an intercultural marriage himself and they'd been married for 40, 50 years or something. And I was like, so how do you do this? What, what do you have to do to have a thriving family? You know, because I'd known a lot of families that looked like they were happy and successful and everybody is like really cool. And almost sometimes like they're the cool charismatic family that you always want to be like or something. And then they fall apart. Next thing you know, they're filing for divorce and their family's falling apart. And I'm just like, how does that even happen? Does that really just happen? Did they just overnight decide that this isn't working anymore when it seemed like it was so great? And, and so I asked this guy, you know, what do you do? Well, how do you make this work? And he said, which this was, I will never forget what he said because he was from the Polynesian islands, right? So amazing, beautiful culture, right? And he says in his thick accent, you forget about where you come from and you come together and agree on your new family culture, whatever that, you know, what that looks like. And I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, what he said was that you adopt like the church principles, the church culture as your, as your new culture. And so that made sense to me because there's a lot of things in, in my church that are about family. It's geared toward family, strengthening family. We have systems and, and habits that we try to implement in our families. And so it was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense, you know, because we all have varying backgrounds. And so that to me means we have to come together 
and agree on what our identity is for our family going forward and our new culture. And so that made sense to me. And um, so then when I met and married my husband, uh, we actually came from like almost exactly the same <laughs> background. <laughs> we have the same, we came up like two towns away from each like really close, small suburban towns. Yeah. Um, mine is actually almost very uh, rural, of both of us almost rural, but, um, and our parents are same socioeconomic status, you know, all of those things that, you know, same faith, same everything. And we just like, all right, we've got this made because we've got our values in place, you know, and, mm -hmm. and we love each other and we know that this is going to work because we, we have this foundation of our values, you know, and, and the things that we knew we agreed on, we had a foundation there, right? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, so it's one of those things that people say, you know, like come, to, come into your dating relationship with your eyes wide open and then you get married, you maybe squint a little bit and you just kind of accept the things that are going on after that. But, you know, it, it was important to me that we going into our marriage, we at least had a strong, that strong foundation of the, the shared values mm -hmm. and the found you know, that we had an agreement of what a family looks like for us. Mm -hmm. Well, fast forward a couple of years and we were like trying to figure out, I mean, we were still young, we were students and we were like, Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know what to study actually. <laughs> and we don't know what to do with our like careers and, you know, and when do we start a family? That whole idea is terrifying to me because it's a huge responsibility and you know, all these things that I'm going, Whoa, Whoa, wait, hold the phone. What do we do now? Um, and it started to, I started to realize that um, there is more to this family culture thing than just having the foundation of your values. There was like, you have to come together and figure out, okay, now that we're here, we're doing this thing, this family thing, uh, where are we going? <laughs> What's the next step mm -hmm. in this journey of where we're going? Well, we, I quickly found out that the path that we've been following was that whole classic, you know, check the right boxes and everything's going to work out, right? If you go to school and get good grades and you go to college and you, you get a marketable degree or whatever, you know, <laughs> then there will be a secure job waiting for you and everything's going to be okay and you can start a family and you can buy a house and cars and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that was not happening for us. <laughs> we watched as like our peers were kind of doing that, but uh, the recession really hit us hard for our field. And, you know, my husband's field, he was going into uh, public administration and he was like trying to study how to serve in the government. Well, during the recession, the government had like a major hiring freezes, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was, it was just not going to happen. And it didn't occur to me before that, our troubles came from the fact that we were relying on, the, on this infrastructure, the system in our society that was culturally acceptable. You know, it was like this cultural um, norm that that's just what you do. That's supposed to be the path to success. Well, that's just not really the case for everybody. And there's so much more to success than just whether or not you can check off those boxes and land be lucky enough to land this job somewhere you know but what i learned is even then that's not really truly security so um i know that that's more about our the vocation of and career side of things but it has a lot to do with our family <laughs> and how we raise our children mm -hmm. and the values that we that we instill in them 
and things like that. And so that was, that's where all of this came out of is we were in this situation where we were struggling. We, we had gotten the, the student loans and we got all the job investment stuff that we were supposed to invest in job training and, and all these things. And we're going, wait a minute, this is how we're supposed to raise our kids to think this too. I, I don't think so. You know, this is, this is ridiculous. Like uh, there has to be a better way to, to teach our kids how to be successful. And that's when I started to study, like, this has to be a culture thing because I don't want to teach my kids to follow the same cultural path that was normal for the rest of society. And is, and yet we now have whole generations of kids who don't know what to do with their lives. And they're still trying to figure things out and they have mountains of, of student debt and they're living in their, their parents' basements or something. <laughs> you know, I, it's, I can't say much because I live with my parents again now, but <laughs> that's, but that's part of our journey. See, when we just, you know, we decided to shift our, our journey, we were like, you know what, we're not, we cannot accept this status quo anymore. And my husband actually quit his job because he hated it that much and he was that miserable. And, and we were just like, you know, whatever happens, we know that this is because we are being 100% intentional about what we are going to accomplish here. And even if it means we have to sell our house and move in with my parents, well, that's what we did. And because we just need to see this through this vision that we've now cultivated of where we're headed and how we're going to be a stronger intentional family because of the choices that we're making. So that was kind of a long winded explanation about why <laughs> this is so important to me, but I am really passionate about it because I just see families who, who go, well, no, we're okay. We're okay. Because we have a job, even though we're miserable, you know, it's okay this is what you're supposed to do. Or, you know, they're, they're looking at how the customs and traditions of their parents were and how, oh, that's what we're supposed to do. And then they don't ever question it. But your spouse is going, why do we do this? This is ridiculous. I hate this tradition or, you know, something like that. And, and, and not everybody is happy. So I've come to learn over the last three years of studying family culture and, and talking with experts about these things is that there is, uh, there are these specific components of what a successful family culture is because everybody has a culture. It, it, that's the thing. Like you go, you know, you don't even notice sometimes you have a culture, right? Until you go into somebody else's home and you're going, whoa, things are weird. This is different. You know, <laughs> like yeah. your mom doesn't talk to you like that or like the way my mom talks to me or, you know, my siblings shout at me or my siblings, whatever, your kind, your, your siblings are nice. What's going on here? You know, or something, <laughs> you know, so, or, or even if it's a different culture in general, like if it's a different, um, national culture you know you go into a home that's a different national culture and you're like whoa this is way different and you're curious and you think it's cool but it's that it's only then that you recognize oh there's something different here mm -hmm. and and so that's uh, my goal is to help people recognize that there's a culture going on in your family and a lot of times it's by default we just kind of go with the flow and and we don't recognize that maybe there are some things about our systems, our cultures, or our norms, or our traditions, or our norms that are maybe not very healthy, and they are they they start to deteriorate our 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 family relationships, and um, 
lot of that is because we just kind of get casual. You know, we're just thinking, <laughs> you know, this is good. We're all good. Everybody's happy. We're in love and we can, you know, we can be vulnerable in our relationships here, which is good. But sometimes that leads to almost being too casual where we're, you know, it's like, this just is the way I am. So just accept it or something, you know? <laughs> um, so that's part, that's my mission is, is, you know, saying, if that's not working for you or for everybody, we've got to figure out how to come in and take inventory of what's working and what's not mm -hmm. and who you really want to be, you know? So, so that's part of, that's part of it. That's a big part of it. So. <laughs> <Do you think? laughs> I, 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 I can keep that. going. No, <laughs> and I love that. I think you hit on uh, uh, some really, really good points. Uh, there. I think a lot of people, we look at our culture as something that is very surface level. So the same ethnic background, same state, same area, same town, but we fail so often to look at different things, you know, such as how do you raise your kids? Uh, if they do something wrong, you know, what's the reaction? You know, do we spank? Mm -hmm. Do we not spank? Uh, yeah. and, and I know there's some different ways that, you know, when, when you have a baby and, and, you know, there's feeding naturally. There's so many different things, yeah, right? It's like, are you going to bottle feed? Are you going to breastfeed? Are you going to cold yeah. sleep? Or are you going to do blah, blah, blah? You know, it's like, wait, what? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? So I think what you're saying is essential and it's definitely something that's needed because without understanding the little tiny bricks that build up our culture, our overall picture, our, our you know, who it is that we are, we're never going to be able to strengthen our marriage. We're never going to be able to build up our sons, build up our daughters to become the next CEOs, become the next presidents of the United mm -hmm. States, become the next leaders. Yeah. As you were talking, I was, it was actually taking me back a little bit to when we first got married. I, we do come from a similar background. He's from more rural country, you know, country area. I'm more from a city, but you know, families are very similar in SES and um, yeah, there's some other differences along the way there. Um, but like, I remember having that conversation, like our, our culture, we're trying to mash our cultures together. I remember talking about yeah, that yeah. and you yeah. haven't put so much more eloquently than I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was really resonating with everything you were just saying. So I love it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah and I, and awesome. I like having that intentionality because yeah, I think most of us just fall to a default. Exactly. Exactly. And, and then you don't know where that's going to end up. You know, that's what happened when I started studying this stuff as I was like, wait, what just happened? How did we get so far from the, you know, before we were married and talking about this is what a happy family looks like to us at that point before we had kids or whatever, you know, but, and then we're going, wait, how did we get so far from that original thought or idea of what a happy family is, you know? That's what happens when you go by default. Exactly. So when we have two people that come from different cultures and, and as we just, as you just explained so well, even people from the same state, same ethnic background, same belief system, different things like that, we all come from different cultures. So how is it that we can design a culture within our families that allows our sons and daughters to grow physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually? That's a great question. So, so, Again, you're going to want to come together and take inventory of your identity. So a lot of times I like to uh, compare this whole family culture 
uh, with an analogy of going on a road trip or you know a journey with your family. And so the first thing you want to do is evaluate what is our vehicle that's going to carry us on this journey, right? Like maybe you're a minivan family or maybe you want to be a sports car family or maybe, you know what I mean? Like there's, maybe we're a bus family or <laughs> maybe, you know, whatever it is, you know, there's, there's this vehicle that is who you are. It's your identity. So, so that's what's going to carry you through this journey, right? And so you come together and you take inventory of what that looks like. What is the vehicle that's carrying us? Okay, we are, you know, my, my, I'm my, Michael and Jody. Is I, that's our, that's where we started our vehicle out, and and actually we have a national, uh, a nationality. Heritage, you know, that we identify with. You know, I'm I'm very Irish. My heritage is very Irish, so I think I identify with those kinds of things. Or when I hear Irish stories, I'm like, oh, that's my family. That's my heritage. You know, and um, and then there's other components like you evaluate, take inventory of what your traditions and your norms are. You know, so you start to think. You know, you know, I notice that every day we get we we get up and we take a shower and we exercise and wow, that's a pretty, I like those, you know, or, or we go, you know, I have this habit of sleeping in all the time and how's that working out for us? <laughs> you know? And, you know, so it's like, what is, what are those things? Or, you know, thinking about traditions, you know, what is it, 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 it at like holidays and birthdays are things that you do that become a part of your identity and that vehicle. And, um, and then there's also part of that vehicle is, is coming together and talking about, you know, um, your shared experiences. So like stories and things, you know, when, when there's studies that show that children who know their parents' stories are more resilient because they know where they come from and they feel like they're part of something bigger. And, and so, and there's like this, did you know list that you can ask to your children? Like, did you know these things about your parents? Did you know these things about your grandparents? So those are all part of your cultural identity. And then there's your environment. So it's like, what is the tone that's happening and creating that you're creating in your home? That's like, you know, if, if, uh, I, you know, I get, I get really anxious sometimes. And so sometimes I'm like, Oh, I need to, I need to scout. I need to shout at somebody or something. And so that creates a negative tone. Well, being intentional about that means being able to take inventory, like what is going on that I am so stressed out that I feel like I then have to take it out on everybody. Okay. So that's just identifying your vehicle, you know, <laughs> and, and where you're going to, what is this thing that's going to carry us and can it carry us all the way to the end of, you know, where we want to go. Right. So then you got to figure out what is that end. And that's where, you know, you have a destination that you want to go to. And that's, that's what, what I call is your mission statement. Like when you have a mission, that's your destination right? You can, you might have this like big vision or idea of where you want to be at the end of like in 20, 30 years, you're going, our family is sitting down at a dinner table at Thanksgiving and we enjoy each other's company or all of my kids have thriving careers and happy families. You know, that's the destination, right? And then, uh, and then you're going to evaluate how you're going to get to that destination, what that looks like and why, what's the motivation or what is it that, you know, how are you going to get there? You map those things out. And then, uh, and there's other, you know, these other components like your core values and, uh, the things that are most important to you because you talked about how you discipline your children. 
and whether you're going to spank or whether you're going to do timeout or, you know, these different things, whether you're going to do, uh, you know, conscious parenting or things like that. Well, that comes back to your core values. Mm -hmm. And each of these things, if you sit down and you take inventory of those things, then you start to figure out what your family culture is, is based on, you know, if, and so you get two people from two different cultures, but you come together and you're going, Oh, my family does this. Oh, my family does that. And you're starting to like, you know, take inventory of that and going, well, that I like this about your family. Let's do that. Or, you know, or maybe I don't like anything that either of our families do. Let's make something different, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and so it's like, that's, that's really at the, the, the crux of it is if you can come together and decide, you know, take that inventory to say, okay, what's working and what's not working and start to cultivate the different thing, like different systems and strategies that you want for your family. Wow. I love that. There's, there's That's great information. A lot, of, there. a lot of nuggets in that. <laughs> a lot. But I'm, I'm sitting here taking, taking notes. notes. Yeah, taking- oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, so some cool. great information. Uh, thank you for joining us, and we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day. We know you're busy. You've got a lot of different things going on, so we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to, to join us, uh, even with uh, uh, our 16-month-old our in the background. <laughs> it's real life, a family life She's movement. Great. It's all about building your life around your family. So, uh, yes, you will hear uh, our kids, if not <laughs> – all of them at some point or another. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for everything, Jody. We hope to talk to you again soon. I hope so. It was really, this was really fun and, and it's, you know, family is so, so important and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for your guys' journey with this podcast and everything you guys are doing. Thank you. We are too. Thank you. <laughs> I hope everyone has a great day. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.